Coming up, we're getting in the holiday spirit. Plus, we also may be eating some food. You'll have to tune in and find out. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 153 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Please visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams, and this week I am joined alongside by my co-host, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Hello. Hello. La, 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 la. Hey, we have a really, really awesome... Uh, Really awesome show for you coming up here. Uh, it's, as I said right at the top of it, we are getting in the holiday spirit. And when I say we are getting the holiday spirit, I mean we are really getting into it. I am very excited. Uh, it is the, one week away from Thanksgiving at this point. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Will you, will and you, I'm hungry. Mm, I am, too. I've been, I've been making my way around eating as much Thanksgiving food as I can before the actual day. To get so yourself that. real tired out. Yeah, yeah, you know, I want to I want to make sure that like you know, when when people do like hot dog eating championships and stuff, they eat a lot of hot dogs Stretching ahead of time. The muscles, yeah. yeah. So, I'm I'm just starting to get myself in the gobble mode right now and I'm really enjoying <laughs> it. So, uh yeah, that's that's what's happening with me and I I'm very excited because later tonight in just a few hours at this point, we are going to finally get to see our our first real peek inside of the Wizarding World finally set up for Christmas. And I am so to go. excited. You are so excited, and uh, we that that's just going to be super freaking awesome. Uh, of course, I, I did mention too we're going to have a dining thing uh, later on in the show, and we will. But let's let's you know let's not waste time talking about that. Let's just jump right into it. Tonight is our our media event where we start off learning about the holidays. So tonight we get our first look inside the Wizarding World, and I know the decorations have already been up in Hogsmeade for weeks at this point, and the decorations are all up in Diagon Alley. They're they're there they're hanging uh nestled with care in hopes that saint nicholas soon will be there mm-hmm. uh nicholas flamel that is i believe actually yes. yeah. uh, bringing his philosopher's stone to this party yes yes yeah yeah I'm, I, I, so much to talk about in terms of all of the new holiday stuff coming to the wizarding world of harry potter uh we get like i said November 16th, we get to do that. The 17th, we get more behind-the-scenes stuff, looking at the parade and such. And then the holidays fully kick off on November 18th. That's Saturday. And it'll be running through, like I said, unfortunately, because uh, we release on Thursdays. We will not be releasing a show on Thanksgiving Day to uh, appreciate the holiday that mm. is Thanksgiving. Uh, but we will then be back with you the very next week to have our full recap on all of the holiday stuff, what our full opinions on it are. You're just going to have to to wait for that, though. I do apologize, but it'll be okay. It'll be worth the wait. I promise. I can't promise you that. But I, I just mentioned that there is new information released about the holidays with the Wizarding World that is. So why don't we start going it over all of it? 
you know, uh, in an article that was released on the official Universal blog, uh, we we finally got some really juicy details, and I'm going to kind of go out of order from how they talked about it in there, and I'm going to start with what I think is the low light of some of the changes uh, that will be made for the Wizarding World during the Christmas season, and the first is uh, we mentioned before that the the Frog Choir will be performing a unique holiday set. Unique New York. Yes. A unique New York. <laughs> and we now know what those songs will be. So the first song will be what I believe will be a complete original title, and that will be Christmas at Hogwarts. I, yeah, I, be, I believe that's not a cover of the classic Stevie Wonder Christmas at Hogwarts. Okay, that's I, I didn't know for sure, but it said this Wizarding Carol Carol not Carol Carol casts a Christmas spell. That is one tongue twister. Yes, the Wizarding Carol casts a Christmas spell that echoes through the halls of Hogwarts. So that could be interesting, or it could not. Uh, and then I don't think you've probably ever heard of this one. But uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Hmm. Interesting. Lots of originals here. Yeah. So the choir will bring a new and festive life to this classic holiday song. So I'm going to assume that this is just going to be pretty much a straight cover of We Wish You a Merry Christmas, except with some frogs croaking and potentially a beatboxing <laughs> moment or two. They love the beatboxing over there, the throat noises. They love throat noises. Yeah, the the Frog Choir is definitely in a very interesting choir. This one sounds interesting as well. The next song choice, the most magical Yule Ball of all. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I don't know why that made me giggle. Is that a real song? Yeah. I mean, they're all well, real. It's a, it's a real song now. Yeah, yeah. No, the most magical Yule Ball of all is not a real song until it debuts here. Hosting the Triwizard Tournament also brings with it a magical event known oh. as the Yule Ball. Mm-hmm. I think we all know about that when there was all that drama between between Ron wanting to take Hermione, but then that that uh, that shifty. Durmstrong. Why can I not think of his name? I don't know either. I've been desperately trying to think of it. Victor Crumb. Victor Crumb sneaks in and takes Hermione, and and there's Harry and Ron are stuck taking the the Patil sisters, snogging for them. Yeah, none of that at all. But uh, yeah, so we all know what the Yule Ball is. Uh, No, there's not going to be a giant Yule Ball celebration, but we will get a song that captures all the magic, elegance, and wonder of this very special night. If they did a hard ticket Yule ball, yeah, that was Yule ball, Yule ball, Yule ball. ball. <laughs> I know that's what that's what's happening. Well, they, I mean, that was one of the things that popped up like on a survey of what might you be interested in uh, happening at Universal. But I, I don't know. That just that, that seems that seems tricky. Man, if Disneyland's really doing that after dark stuff again, I can see this being coming a thing. Maybe it's it, like everything with the Wizarding World, the approval to make it happen and happen perfectly oh, yeah, is just true. way too much. Yeah. So I, I doubt, I doubt that one would ever come to reality. But hey, we can all hope. Uh, the final song that they announced that will be sung will be I Cast a Spell on Father Christmas. This fun song is a cautionary tale asking young wizards to be sure of the incantation before casting a spell. So that just opens up this whole new realm with like I I don't I don't know. I'm just (laughs) I'm kind of lost for words. The fact that all these witches and wizards believe in Santa Claus and Christmas 
despite being able to actually produce magic. It just, I, I don't know. What do you mean? I feel like that solidifies the proof that Santa could easily have been a wizard who went to one of the schools. Then why isn't Santa mentioned in any of the books? But they talk about celebrating Christmas in the books. They do talk about celebrating Christmas, but I feel like it's one of those traditions that they stole from the muggles. I don't know, because in the movies they have Christmas trees set up in dorm rooms and stuff. Oh, well, that then brings up why do they celebrate Christmas? Do they celebrate it because of the religious background of it? Oh, no. I, I don't know. That, yeah. I, I, you're thinking too deep. That's why you come here to this podcast, folks. It's because we ask the hard-hidden questions about wizardry and, and where Jesus. Are all where are all the Jewish Hogwarts kids, by the way? I've I, I'm just always been curious about that. <laughs> I, I, is it like Ravenclaw because it's the blue? You know how there's always like the – is it blue and white that is like the traditional Hanukkah colors? I, I could be incorrect, and I'm yeah, sorry uh, if I am, but no, yeah, blue and white, I believe, is the is the colors of the flag for Israel. Oh, okay. Well, because our our neighbors, where I'm from back home, they always did the blue and white. Uh, oh, our our oh. Google is trying to talk to us for some yes. reason, but <laughs> I, I I just I always thought like I I have thought that too, where I was like, well, even the 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 Patel the the sisters like. What are they? What are they doing? Are they doing Christmas? Are they doing something else? Like I'm always. I guess it's just one of those questions where I bet J.K. does know the answer. Yeah, we should try and tweet this at her. I think. I, I think we should, and maybe suggest that if she can't come up with a firm grasp on it, then maybe just have them celebrate Festivus. Festivus Keep it yeah. very broad, wide open uh, with that. My thing is, is I bet they have actually have a thing of a blend that's all of this together, too. You know? And I'm sure it, it could even be a thing where JK's probably already talked about it. It could be on Pottermore. And much like the time that we were questioning the correct pronunciation of Voldemort. It's like a we will get, balloon is how I'm going to say it from now. Voldemort. Yes. So just thank you so much to everyone who reached out and commented and tweeted at us. We now know our ways of saying Voldemort. And hey, hey, no, but the thing is, is like, yeah, she said that in the tweet, but essentially she said she's the only person who pronounces it that way, meaning the that the the correct vernacular has now become Voldemort. Yeah, we, we can we can not focus on that anymore. I'm done with that conversation. So now let's talk a little bit about the magic of Christmas at Hogwarts Castle, since we're staying in that park over there, Ed. Well, it sure Hogsmeade. casts a spell on me. That's what I'm going to say in the video. Well, that's we'll see, unless kind it's of, terrible. Well, <laughs> it's almost like you were reading their copy on it because oh. it says a spell will be cast on Hogwarts <laughs> well, Castle. There you go. <laughs> uh, illuminating it in festive decor, candlelight, and moments inspired by the film. You know, we already knew about this. So we've been talking about it. This is like the most exciting part. But this is where I, these this one sentence that kind of throws in a little bit more information. Imagine seeing the ghosts of Hogwarts singing carols. I love what? this because – Are they going to bring around like Nick had, – nearly had this Nick and stuff? Well, and that's what I hope because this was – I mean obviously like in uh, in Sorcerer's and Philosopher's Stone, the movie, the, the ghosts are featured. And then I think – They're in the, – they're in – I'm pretty they sure chambers they, they make well a too? scene in Chambers, but there's a deleted scene from okay. the movie because there is a scene in the second book where like they're having the party. Yeah. 
I think that's in the second one. But um, it, on the DVD, there was like an extra scene that was filmed yeah. with the ghosts, but they didn't make it. But the ghosts are definitely in the second one because remember he's petrified. Yeah. At one oh point? no, no, yeah. I do remember that. And then, but after Peeves. that, we never saw Peeves. Yeah. We never met him in the movies. A- after that, ghosts are just gone yeah. from all the movies. So the fact that they're bringing Honestly, in the ghosts and get rid of them from all the movies, it's fine. Uh, I always confound that whole thing to be kind of like. Meh. It's part of the magic of Meh. Hogwarts. It's them walking in for the first time and. There's just so much happening, but then ghosts. That's like that's like the big part. Even people who grew up in the Wizarding World, seeing all these ghosts just floating around. I guess around. the ghosts kind of did play a big part in the finale too, a little bit. Not a big part. Everybody had their part to play, but they they do have a part to mm-hmm. play in the finale too. But so we will see the ghosts of Hogwarts singing carols, which I think that sounds like a really nice touch. Students riding broomsticks, creating snowmen, which. Hmm. Perfect. I mean, with Hogsmeade right down below in the village, more the more snowmen the better, in my in my opinion. And then keeping with that tradition of a Christmas ball, the Yule Ball will have a uh, a, a part to play in this with a moment that is inspired by it. As long as they don't get that terrible band projected on the side of Hogwarts, the hippogriff, the, the can you dance like a hippogriff? Na, na, that was supposed na, na, to be na, Franz Ferdinand na, na, na. originally. I don't know what happened. But I had read when they were making that movie, it's supposed to be Franz Ferdinand, but it wasn't. The Sisters, something Sisters. Ah, it's bugging me. I, it, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll look it up. I, I, I know exactly. Well, I'm glad Franz Ferdinand didn't do that because, well, hey, then they wouldn't be around anymore today, probably. <laughs> well. mm, uh, so with that, and then they said there will be many more surprises. This experience is available multiple times throughout the evening with later shows providing the best viewing experience. This makes me... The Weird Sisters. Yes, yes. This sentence is a little, uh, you know, obviously maybe it's that this is going to get started at dusk because their parks aren't open super later. So when they say provides the best viewing experience, it means, well, they're going to start it early in the evening. You're not going to be able to see it that well. Maybe it means that just like any theme park towards the end of the night, it starts to... Crowds start to die out, so obviously the best time is to uh, see it as late as possible. But I'm very interested to see how many times it actually happens. Is this going to be something where we have set times, or is it going to be uh, is it going to be kind of like the the Tree of Life Awakening, where it just happens sporadically? It definitely isn't going to be like uh, Sunset Seasons Greetings with Tower of Terror. That's just continuous. But we will know this uh, obviously just couple hours from now so let's talk about the last thing entertainment wise with oops apologize there okay i was right about franz ferdinand too they were originally invited to because they were fans of the book so but anyway sorry okay so the the final bit of entertainment that will be changing uh over in universal studios florida in diagon alley that's right we've said it before celestina warbeck and the banshees will be going christmas and they're conjuring up four new tunes uh, from the holiday album, nothing like a holiday spell, which I love that they are like acting like she actually released an album because there's even artwork that goes along with it in a form of a poster that I really hope is for sale because it's just I, I would love to put that up in my office having the Celestino with nothing like holiday spell and the Christmas ball in there. It's, yeah, it's cute. It's very holiday. It's, it's subtle too. Yeah, it's, no. it's not like in your face, Harry Potter. I, I love the Celestina song, so I'm excited to hear any of these songs. Well, so. 
Let's go over the four new tunes. Nothing like a holiday spell. There are many spells and charms in the Wizarding World, but during this time of year, conjuring warm feelings of Yuletide cheer is the most magical spell of all. Promise there. Uh, Accio Christmas. (laughs) Don't get too excited, though. This is... uh, I love the title. You know, come here Christmas. It's fun. Uh, This Calypso-inspired song officially brings a Christmas rhythm to the islands of the British Isles. Calypso? Interesting. Yeah. Steel drums? That's what I'm worried about. I know Celestina can pull off the vocals like she always does. Celestina is awesome. I don't know about the style of song. Nothing. Calypso and Christmas just doesn't go (laughs) together for me. But maybe that's because I hate being anywhere warm what around Christmas. What is it on the office that Michael just keeps playing? Feeling over hot, 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 hot. Yeah, that's all I can Sandals. think about when I think about that. <laughs> Feeling hot, hot, hot. <laughs> uh, well, uh, move aside. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas because the next song is... I want um, a Gryffindor. I want a, gri- I want a hippogriff for nah, Christmas. My baby gave me a hippogriff for Christmas. Ah, yes. uh, have you ever received a gift that wasn't exactly what you were expecting? This song describes one such moment our singing sorceress experienced. And I really hope that it is just like a complete play on Hippopotamus for Christmas. Because just the idea of a hippogriff for Christmas, it's just so... So mind-boggling. I wonder if they're going to incorporate the effects like they do in kind of the other show, The Tale mm-hmm. of the Three Brothers or some, somehow, you know, or if it'll snow or something like that. I don't know. Oh, if they could do a little extra like that, that would be awesome. And finally, A Witch and Wizard's Wintry Wondrous Land. This oh, classic wow. Wizarding Carol shows there's nothing more lovely than sharing the Christmas season with family, friends, and, of course, Celestina's fans. Hmm. I, I'm blown away. By just just the idea of all these, even even though I poked a little bit of fun at the Frog Choir, I'm still I still have high hopes for it. I don't enjoy that show on a daily basis, so maybe the Christmas uh, spirit being injected into the show will help out a little bit more. But Celestina, I could not be more excited for, and I, I think the the Christmas show on Hogwarts Castle is just going to blow us all away. I know it's just a projection show. Uh, and it's been done in Universal Studios Hollywood already, and it, it, like the grand opening and with the show they did over the summer. But uh, this is this is the next step in terms of uh, upping the ante at the holidays and in the Wizarding World in Universal Orlando. Which I mean, this is this is the premier park mm-hmm. here for it. So if if it works out well here. I can only imagine what's going to come down the line. So I really am very excited for it and hope that it's a complete success. You, me too. Me Good. too. So like I said, this all starts November 18th. We will see it tonight, and then we will report on it in two weeks. But that's not it for this show. We're not just cutting out early after this holiday talk. We are going to... Give you our dining review now of, I can't say where because we're pre-recording this, and then we're going to go eat tomorrow. So, behind the curtain. But I'm sure it will be good or bad, wherever we choose to eat. So, let's go ahead and listen to us talk about some food. Hello, everyone. We are uh, here in Volcano Bay. For our dining review. Yeah, we didn't know that yesterday, but now we do. And uh, today I think we're going to check out 
Bamboo Jungle Kitchen. No, we're not dressed appropriately for a water park. I have a new tattoo. I can't go on a chlorine, chlorinated water yet. And I'm just fat. So there's that. So we figured, why not come and eat here? Yeah. It's been a while since we've had anything, so uh, try it out, see if the quality's still good, see what the options are, and I'm looking forward to this. I, I enjoyed eating at this place the last time that I did eat here, so we'll see, uh, we'll see if it's still good, but let's go take a look. options here at Bamboo Lounge. Uh, you know, I don't even know if that's the name anymore. It's definitely Bamboo. I remember that. Uh, there's lots of different stuff from like the Bamboo Burger, the Island Cheeseburger, the uh, Waturi Mahi Sandwich, uh, in the Karika Chicken Sandwich, basic chicken tenders. For my choice though, I went with the one that literally sounds the worst for you and that is the belly burger. So this is Szechuan glazed pork belly and caramelized onions topped with fresh cucumber, mango, basil, slaw. Also with lettuce, tomato, uh, lettuce and tomato on it, served with either fries or chips. I went for the chips option. Uh, and these chips are very thin and brittle and they're tasty. They're just a lot of air though. So I'm going to cut it in half because I know Rhino is going to want to get in on this action too. Man, this is like, it's tough to cut through. It's big and thick. Okay. Let's cut through. Let's, let's take a look at it. Try to... Oh, juicy. <laughs> a lot happening here. Let me, uh, I don't want to get all the juices on it, so I'm going to push that away real quick. Grab a napkin here. And I'm diving right in. There's a lot happening with this burger. Um, despite the burger being cooked to well done, it's actually still got got a you know it's not like gritty. It's still very. It's just cooked. It's cooked nicely, even though I usually like a burger more like more like on the uh, medium side, but I was expecting like the pineapple and the pork belly to kind of offset each other, a little sweet and savory type thing, and that's exactly what's happening. And on top of just the fact that there's a lot of stuff happening on this, but I'm gonna let you jump in on this rhino and see what you think. Mm. I like these chips that you got. You're right. Airy and crisp. Um, so let's see. I don't normally like pineapple. I don't like sweet and savory things mixed together, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't really like... I love pineapple all by itself. I don't love it on things. Um, unless it's inside of an upside-down cake. But let me take a bite of this. This is very drippy. So I told you, it's very drippy. 
see what you're saying about the burgers, like a little tough, a little, um, like you said, cooked well done. It's not like a bad burger. Just a little more done than I prefer. This is definitely an eat quick sandwich because the bottom here is already getting very soggy. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I'm getting a lot of that salsa. Um, I don't I don't remember if you said it was pineapple salsa or something, but I can really taste that. And there's no real overpowering flavor to this. Yeah. Not I, I kind of expected that pineapple to be really there. And it's not. Is this pineapple? Or I is believe that it is. Right here? It might be oh no, that's mango. Sorry. Oh, I, I think okay. I was calling it pineapple and it's mango. I'm an idiot. No, but there's pineapple. There's a big chunk of pineapple on yours too. Right there. That's pineapple, right? I don't know. I think that's mango. I think it's all mango. I don't know fruits. I don't know a thing. But this, no, this is meat. That's pork belly. Yeah. Okay. It's pork belly on the burger. For some reason, I was thinking the burger was made out of pork belly, and that's why I was like, this is way more tough oh. than I'd expect. Listen, I'm, I'm looking through a little camera hole here. I'm not perfect. Okay. they're going for I mean let's let's remember this is a quick service um, you know not sit down or anything like that but um, I don't know I have to gestate on this for a little bit more and think about it before I can fully weigh in on my opinion on this not bad though I'll say not bad so far let's move on to the next one Okay, my choice for going splitsies on the, on here is the quinoa edamame burger. Anybody knows me knows I love quinoa and I love it when it's a burger. The quinoa burger at Burgerfy is off the chain. Um, so this is a quinoa edamame burger topped with roasted shiitake mushrooms, lettuce, tomato, and sriracha mayo with the French fries. The French fries are you know standard issue theme park fries, but I'm pretty hungry, so they're kind of hitting the spot right now. Um, Actually, I feel like these are a little bit better than the normal ones because they're a little thicker cut, but we'll see. I'm going to cut this guy in half. It looks pretty good. looks pretty good. You can see all the mushrooms on here. I'm going to even that out a little bit here. Oop, 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 oop. Get back in there. All right. So, weird story. If you're looking at this bun that's on top of here, my mother was just recently here and she's obsessed with finding out what type of a bun this is and where she can buy it and I was like Publix but they don't have Publix in Massachusetts so I don't know what type of bun this is either do you know Craig? No. Is it brioche? Uh, it could be a barouche. Barouche. Um, so that's the inside of the burger there you can see all the bits of quinoa and the, um, the edamame there and it looks uh, there's a lot more of the sriracha mayo on the bottom which I'm pretty happy about because I was worried it was going to be a little light on that so I'm just going to I'm going to dive right into this bad boy and give it a taste sriracha mayo is really good. I wasn't sure I was going to feel about the mushrooms, but like with the mayo, the mushrooms, the edamame, I'm going to say that this is better than the edamame burger that they serve at NBC Sports Grill and Brill. Grill and Brill. Dang it! 
You know what I'm talking about. Yep. Um, Grill and burp. But it's pretty good. It's got a pretty good consistency. I know a lot of times when you get a veggie burger, the consistency can make or break it. I had a black bean burger the other day. It was way too heavy on the black bean, so it tasted like I was eating paste. Um, this is kind of like right there, especially with like the quinoa and edamame in it. Um, but it, it tastes good. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you try, it, Craig. You're a little more uh, articulate with this sort of stuff. I actually have really high hopes for this because I love mushrooms. I love mayonnaise. I love everything that's on this. It's dripping on the table. Yeah. I'm just past the point of caring. The last time I've had any vegetarian burger was at Cosmic Rays in Tomorrowland of Magic oh, Kingdom, and that was awful. So I think it can only get better from here. need is one bite of this to hands down say that this is better than the uh, the, the belly burger by a long shot. Uh, the, by a big belly the, flop? By a big belly flop. The quinoa edamame patty is just, it's really flavorful. It didn't need to rely on so much of the, the mayo and the mushrooms. I love mushrooms, so they're just a nice extra little uh, present there on the side of it. A lot of protein. And this does hit you with a little bit of spiciness. It's not, this is not bland at all. It's not, not I don't want to say it's a big kick. If you don't like spicy things, this might be like, you might be one of those people that have this and be like, oh, this is a little spicy. But if you like spicy, you know, I, I would pour some actual sriracha on this and then it would be 100% perfect. But this is... This is really nice. I would I would get this again in a heartbeat. Oops. There is no better condiment than mayonnaise. Yeah. I mean, I've only had this little bit of this. I'm already pretty full. That quinoa is leaving good taste in my mouth. This is not getting better as it goes on. Um, no. The... Uh, I feel like I got one good flavorful bite of this and now that's gone and now it's just a big bland mess. And really I feel stupid for thinking that that was pineapple all that time when it was really mango. But that's a personal problem, that's on me. There's a salsa on it or something. Is it mango salsa? I think wasn't it cucumber? It was cucumber, cucumber salsa. basil. That's what I was tasting the mango. Basil, the basil. Yeah. I don't know. It's so I believe the price of the quinoa edamame burger was thirteen ninety nine. This one was fourteen ninety nine. That was worth every penny. This I don't. I think a lot now has to do with the fact that the burger was. Overcooked. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm just sad, but I think we have a. I'm gonna finish this, and then I think we have actually another surprise Ooh. food item that we're gonna get. Rhino's choice, a lady's choice. That it's is. Lady's choice today. So I'm gonna finish Oops. eating this, and then we'll go get that. 
We promised you more, and we're going to deliver on that right now. We're going to where, Rhino? Coca Paroca Ice Cream Kona. And we are going to get some ice cream. Yes. Yes. It's going to be delicious, maybe. We'll have to find out. I know Rhino loves it here. I almost called you Lionel. <laughs> Lionel does love it. Lionel loves it. My alternate ice cream eating personality. Yeah. So, like, like Kyle Bassa. Oh, yes. I have yes. Lionel ice cream. Exactly. So, let's go get some ice cream. So we went with the Waturi Fusion, which I had on the media preview day, um, and it is a fusion of banana, blue raspberry, orange, and strawberry flavors, and I like it because when you take it all together, it makes such a pretty rainbow, and you know how I am with rainbows. There's just something about all those flavors together. Like, I don't necessarily like love blue raspberry or banana flavored things separately, but together, I just, I really enjoy this. Plus, it's a fun Instagrammable treat, which I realized I just forgot to take a picture for Instagram, but I'm gonna do that right now. And Craig's gonna take a bite of this rainbow delight with me. To get it in a cup like this, which I think is an awesome portion size, $5.49, or to do it in a waffle cone, $6.49. There are annual pass holder discounts available too, if you are one of those, like us. So, good way to cool down. Mm. Yeah, I'm liking it today. It's working for me. All done with the ice cream, which, I feel like it's even weird to call it ice cream because it's not even like the consistency of a soft serve. It's lighter, it's fluffier, it's almost like eating frozen Cool Whip. Yeah, but, but it's good. It's really delicious, really good, worth the price. Uh, what do you think overall of our food at Bamboo? I think you said it earlier, I think the edamame quinoa burger was definitely the winner. Um, I mean, yeah. that for me only got better tasting as I went through it, whereas the burger you got got less good tasting as I went yeah. through. Also, the fact that like no flavor was coming through strong enough that we could mistake one fruit for another says kind of something about it too, you know? Yeah. No, it was uh, on in retrospect the the belly burger was definitely a disappointment. I do not think I'll ever be having that again. And like now I'm starting to think back. Maybe I got that during the grand opening and it's just so forgettable that I couldn't even remember having it, but it, uh, not, not amazing, not amazing to say the least, but quinoa edamame burger, definitely something that I would go out of my way for again if I was here. Uh, yeah, I, I think, like, the next time I come, and whether, I mean, you know, if we're working and we want to vlog somewhere different, that's one thing, but, you know, if I'm here on my own personal time, I think that's somewhere that I'd probably be like, oh, sneak back and get that. I would definitely get that ice cream thing again. I would recommend that for sure. It's like yeah. what you oh, say, good absolutely. price, good quantity. Nice yeah. dessert, a hot day, that'll do something, yeah. do something real good for you. I agree. So, uh, if you've had any of the food items that we did have at Volcano Bay, go ahead and comment down below and let us know what you, you thought of them. And if you're excited about something else that's here that you've seen on a menu and you want us to try it, let us know too. Because then we have something to come back and do. Yeah. So, that's going to do it for us here. We're going to head back over to the studio and wrap this show up. So... Uh, a Hawaiian tropical same, and we're out. What a wonderful time we had. Or a terrible time.
Yeah, I can't wait for more memories like that regardless. Yeah. Yeah, especially this holiday season. So that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much, Rhino, for sitting here having this conversation, going to eat with me. Yes. Hey, I know it's very embarrassing going out in public with me, but it is something that is part of your job. For Harry Potter? I'll do anything. (laughs) Thank you. I do appreciate that. And I do appreciate everyone out there who listened and watched this, as I always do. Uh, For links to anything you might need, of course, head over to disunplugged.com. That's where you can find our email, uopodcast at disunplugged.com, as well as uh, links to our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube, as always, make sure you are subscribed to us, uh, that you are leaving us comments and hitting that thumbs up, and of course, sharing sharing our show if you do enjoy it. And the same thing goes with iTunes. Make sure you're subscribed there. Uh, make sure you're rating and reviewing us on there so other people can can find the show. And if you have someone you think might enjoy it, go ahead and share it. That's the best gift you can give this holiday season. <laughs> 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 oh lord that's a joke that is not it's the worst gift if you have a white elephant gift you need to give <laughs> just give someone a box with a with a link to our show in it just uh, like written on a yeah. scrap of lined paper with the with the little punch hole yeah. on the side too so it wasn't even like good printer paper exactly yeah, yeah. cheap out on this gift. keep the preparation the the little <laughs> little preparations on the side in there yeah too. yeah so that's all good now that i'm done beating myself up Thank you so much again to everyone out there who watched and listened to this. We really do appreciate it. We do it for you, so we do hope you enjoy it. We'll be back with you in two weeks for another episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. But until then, remember, no resolutions.